Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 558 for November 18th, 1997, a Tuesday night show. No guest tonight, another Love Between the Two Hosts episode, two in a row. This is a new official studio tape replacing the previous 46-minute Toby Dog recording that had been online for the better part of a decade. We now have the 50 minutes of lost show content, which includes Adam telling the audience about the infamous Heidi Fleiss show, which does exist in the feed for new listeners who haven't heard it yet, untouched by the way. Adam also tells Dr. Drew about getting busted by Jimmy Kimmel's mom while smoking pot outside one of his birthday parties. Perhaps the most recent one? And coming up next, uh, we have the Catherine Bell episode for 559, a no-guest episode for 560, Safe Ferris on 561, Seven Mary 3 on 562, Marcy Playground on 563, which already aired in the feed out of order. 564 with Joey Lawrence finally making his appearance in the studio alongside Dr. Bruce. And episode 565 from November 27th, 1997, which is a Thanksgiving re-airing of classic Love Wine episode 409 with In Excess from April of 97. The last known long-form interview with Michael Hutchins before his death. I was able to find the missing three minutes of content from the fan file and edit that back in. It was removed from the best of. So it's the most complete version of the show, and it's coming very soon. Thanks to Podcast One and Classic Love Line. As per usual, this is recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Cathwood on Current Day Love Line. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all fair podcasts. Mahalo and Garon. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <laughs> Two. Three, four, eight. Welcome to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes! Phone number 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is a board-certified specialist, and he can help you if he doesn't fall asleep by the 11 o'clock hour. All right. Uh, First things first, Jamiroquai will not be in here tonight because they don't want to come in. Uh, I don't really care. I never like it when guests show up anyway. To me, uh, when a guest doesn't show up on this show, it's like, um, oh, there was, a t- there was a test that day, and the substitute teacher's there. And you think to yourself, yes, uh. yes, I don't have to read anything, I don't have to do anything. I'll just sit here and kill time. I know it's a piss-poor attitude, Drew, but I can't help it. Uh, I, no, I really think it. that way. Anyway, uh, Jamiroquai we had on the TV show, uh, nice enough guys, although they're kind of drunk, a little out of it. And um, they're just busy. Just uh, did the Tonight Show, did a bunch of other junk, and just not coming in. So what are you going to do? But don't worry. There'll be other records. Uh, they won't be selling as well, and um, they'll uh, come crawling back like they always do. All right. Uh, first, a little piece of business. Something I've been talking about for a few weeks now is my, uh, my crotch-sniffing dog idea. Can't you come up with a better name for that? Crotch-sniffing dogs. 
CSN? CSDs? CSD squad. Or uh, battalion? Or All patrol? Right. All right. No. Why don't you come up with something I, CSD better? is okay. All right. Anyway, my CSD plan, which stands for crotch-sniffing dogs, and uh, I decided that if dogs could smell drugs and dogs could smell minute traces of uh, cocaine that were buried inside of uh, gasoline tanker trucks, they certainly could smell out uh, communicable diseases, such as, uh, you know, STDs and, uh, you know, crabs. That's not really a communicable disease, but it's a communicable thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's communicable? Anything you pass back yeah, and forth? Right. Is a crab a disease? Yeah, oh, yeah. It is? Yeah. It's like lice is a disorder, disease, yeah. Disease, you ever, no. you ever thought about what disease is? I mean, this may not no, be not, no. You interested? <laughs> no, no, okay, go ahead. Tell me what I mean, a disease what, is. What would you call a disease? Think about it. Well, disease is one of these things like weeds, you know? I got guys working on my yard. Every time I say, uh, hey, snake, we got some weeds over here, uh, there's no such thing as a weed. Right. A weed is nothing more than a plant that is growing in an undesired place. As I, all right, spare me. <laughs> you well, Gibbons. Just pull the effing thing out of the ground and throw it away. Because I get this stuff with people talking about addiction. Oh, I, I don't think, I don't believe it's a disease. And you ask the same person, well, what's a disease? Uh, mm, it's, a, mm, it's an illness. It's a, mm, uh, well, cancer is a disease. Well, what is a disease? To me, the disease is a interaction between the genetic substrate of an individual and, mm -hmm. and its environment mm -hmm. that create an abnormal state of physiology oh boy. that manifests a set of signs and symptoms that follow a predictable natural history, things you can predict about it, and that has a predictable response to treatment. And um, when you explain the definition of a disease, it must uh, put all listeners to sleep. I think that's well, the that, definition that's you, that you left yes, out. Yeah. All right, anyway, I got a piece of email from uh, Marcel who uh, says, a few weeks ago, I first heard you talking about uh, how you thought dogs should be able to sniff out communicable diseases. Uh, and I thought, uh, buh, buh, buh. anyway, uh, the following is an edited excerpt from an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, uh, which I happen to have taped February 7th, 1997. It has been estimated that a dog's sense of smell is more than 200 million times stronger than that of humans. Yeah. I want to now apologize to all dogs who I've uh, farted in front of. It used to be big fun for me to fart on a dog. You know, like a lot of people like to get their dogs stoned. I always yeah. thought farting on a dog was fun. That's nice. Because the dog's head's right about butt height, and you just, you know. Think about how miserable a dog well, must be. Uh, yeah, well, I'm miserable walking around the neighborhood with all the weird smells coming from everywhere. But may maybe his uh, his sensory perception is so sophisticated that he smells things within that that is something somehow appealing to it. it smells some like lilacs in right, my farm? Some, somehow. Maybe it actually, yeah, maybe it's so advanced that he yeah, actually gets it's, past it. That's all That's all the, the, the debris he gets through and is able to work his way into the... the so he actually smells like enchilada. Right. He right. smells uh, the yes. food in its purest form. Right. Very interesting concept, Drew. Dogs may also be able to detect some kinds of cancer as long as uh, two years before doctors can diagnose it. Ah. Now, again, they're not using this for venereal diseases yet, which is where the uh, crotch-sniffing dog team would come in. But I still think it could be used. I mean, if a dog could sniff out cancer yeah. and could sniff out uh, marijuana or cocaine, certainly. Hey, hell, humans suck cocaine right up their nose. They can't smell it. I just thought about other... How about pregnancy? Right. Virginity. Oh, see? See, Drew? You're so busy fighting me that you won't get on board with a lot of these things. But it feels you. good when you get on board, I'm doesn't not it? I but, but wouldn't, I mean, that would be very interesting. They could just, uh, 
Think how that could be used. Anyway, um, uh, the thing goes on to read, uh, cancer uh, has a unique, not necessarily bad scent, uh, they could smell when they stepped onto cancer floors. This is what nurses would say. The nurses who, wor who worked the uh, cancer wing said they could smell it on the I, cancer floor. I know exactly what they're talking about. They did? You uh, do? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yep. That's the smell of death, though, Drew. Uh, that's that's what the I, Grim that, Reaper farting. That's what I always thought it was. Yeah, so really? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of surprised to hear there's something specific about it. Anyway, this dog trainer hid melanoma cells inside plastic tubes. He gave the scent uh, to a trained dog and hid it. Uh, he found that the dog, uh, I'm sorry, he found that to the dog, uh, the cells had a stronger odor um, than, let's say, marijuana. And uh, that the dog uh, found the cancer 99.8% uh, of the time. Hmm. So, um, this is, see, this is my idea. Instead of scraping and spreading and bending, just have a dog. Then just bring the dog by the house, give you a good sniffing. You know what I mean? See if there's any cancer, uh, any yeast. Uh, any uh, venereal warts, uh, anything. As a matter of fact, they're thinking about, they're also training these dogs for lung cancer and tuberculosis. So you just put the dog's mouth up to your mouth and you go, <sighs> and the dog dies of TB. <laughs> the, dog, the dog can smell the cancer, the lung cancer coming out of you. This is genius, Drew. You see, no matter how far science advances, it always goes back to animals. To nature, yeah. To nature. Oh, sure. That's that's my point. All right, Brandon. Yeah. And you know, I'm like a uh, Nostradamus, uh, but I'm uh, whereas Nostradamus would predict things that didn't happen already. I predict stuff that's already happened. I just don't hear about it. Right. So I should get some credit. You're a channeler. I'm like a retarded Nostradamus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm someone who comes out uh, with um, with facts and information about stuff that our people already came out with facts and information about. It's just I don't read. It's not mine. Brandon. Yeah. So it still makes me kind of a delayed genius, wouldn't you say, Brandon? Yeah. Okay, you're 16. What's going on? <laughs> Thanks for that endorsement, by the way. Okay. Um, I just wanted to know: Can you OD on pot? Um, not that I'm aware of. Uh. You, if you use, take a big dose, you'll get a tremendous hallucination sometimes, and I, I think I've read that there could be even seizure, but that's about it. Really, but not many people have seizures; they just pass out. I did that about mm, four days ago. But you know, aren't the majority of people killed while intoxicated, be it uh, you know alcohol, drugs, whatever, just killed behind the wheel of a car or in the bathtub or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the data. I mean, you get you get good neffed up, well, and you whack your head on the counter. The mo the most the stuff I see are people who are dying from secondary issues like uh, aspiration, they're getting pneumonias, or hitting their heads, or th that that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, and I've um. Uh, well, what what happened to you? Huh? What happened to you? Um, I just tripped. You mean you had hallucinations and? Totally. Yeah. I just was totally screwed up. How much pot did you smoke? Uh, about a quarter. Really? No. Hello? Oh, boy. Hello? <laughs> hey, Brandon? Yeah? Stop using the F word, you jackass. Please. <laughs> Sorry about that. You um, are stoned. Du Dooley's in there uh, yapping. <laughs> no, don't take it out on the caller. Come on, all our callers are stupid. Dooley's in there yapping it up with Ann, and the F word just goes flying right across the air. How do I dump it, Mike? Uh, do I got to dump oh, the blue button? The one, oh, delay dump? 
Have to have some. All right, what if I press that now? What'll happen? Oh, oh really? Because you're not up. Uh, we're not up to speed yet. Oh, we're not. What, Ann? Now you can do it. Oh, now I can do it. All right. Oh, see, yeah, it wasn't lit up. Aha! Uh -huh. See, I wanted to do it, but I didn't see it lit. Okay. Next time I hear the F word, I'll do that. All right. Adam. Yeah. Um, I have a follow-up. Um, I called in about three weeks ago. Hold on, Brandon. Why don't you use the F word again, and we could try the delay dump. Uh, seriously? No, it's all Yeah, right. put it into a sentence. Okay. Well, in the context of this update, go ahead. Um, about, I called about three weeks ago, and I had a chronic bedwetting problem. Yes. And I tried what um, Adam said Which to was do. getting up in the middle of the night and... Uh... Use that little egg timer thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work. All right, hold on a second, Brandon. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about you to Drew. Uh, very ironic that Brandon uses the F word very freely when just describing his marijuana problem. Sort of uh, willy-nilly. Yes. Uh, then when I beg him to work the F word into a sentence... Can't seem uh, to make it. Can't seem to work it and, in. And he's kind of angry, too. Yeah. Could have easily worked it in. He doesn't like that kind of manipulation. Yeah. He'll use the F word when he's good and F and ready. Oh, please. Brandon? Yeah. All right. All right, so the, the bedwetting continues? Yeah, it continues. And if I remember right, you told me you tried all kinds of medication and stuff, right? Yeah. And you've been to all kinds of doctors. All right, wait a minute. How can my timer um, uh, cure not work? Did you set it for, how long did you set it for after you went to bed? I set it for like three hours. Yeah, and did you wet before the three hours? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you set it for two hours? Did that too. All right. And did you wet before the two hours? And what if you set it for an hour? <laughs> yeah, like, um, I set it for an hour, yeah, I wake up, but, and I'm not wet, but, of course, I'm not going to be wet, and, like... All right, but, but do you get up and then urinate at that point? No, because you're too stoned and too busy using the F word to get out of bed. <laughs> um, no. Here's what I'm trying to it, narrow it, down. It's an interesting, though... I don't know that this is the issue, but it's hmm. an interesting sort of position he takes. I know if I had a problem like this, I'd get up every hour if I had to. I'd do everything I had to do to manage this thing. I don't know. He seems he seems kind of un sleep is sleep is pretty powerful though for some people, especially when you smoke a you know an eighth before you hit the sack. Brandon, yeah. Here's part of my part of the thing is you're smoking too much weed. No, I'm a really deep sleeper. Yeah, because you're smoking a lot of weed. I mean, here's my point, Brandon. No, I don't smoke too much weed. I'm a part-timer. All right, listen really? to me. Listen to me. You'll go full-time soon. Yeah. Mm. So when the alarm went off after two hours, you'd already wet the bed. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you lying to me or are you just being serious? I'm dead serious. Okay. So then I would just keep working down. Go an hour I'd go for an hour 45, yeah. hour and a half uh, the next night. And when the thing went off, I would get up and urinate. And then I would set it for like two or three hours and go back to bed. But then, but then each night try to lengthen the time before you wake up. Then the next night go to two hours, and the next night two hours, fifteen minutes, and that sort of thing. And by the way, when eventually you'll train yourself to know that that thing's going to go off in a couple hours, and you won't want to uh, go wee wee. Okay. Brandon, stick with the timer. Nothing else is working, right? Right. All right. Stick with that timer and get your ass out of bed when the thing goes off and pee. Uh, uh me. You got, you got a bathroom? Yeah, Brandon. What's up? Um. He's, he's dismissing you, Adam. He's done with you. Hey, do you have a bat? Well, he doesn't want to do my plan because... It, look, hold on. It's Let me yell at uh, Brandon and you. People want some sort of magic pill for everything. You're, you're telling me? I have to deal with this all day long. 
Yeah, right. Uh, just make it go away. I'm wet in the bed. Yeah. Isn't there some sort of uh, wet away I yeah. could take? Is right. there some sort of uh, magic sponge I could mm -hmm. ram in my ass People or something just, before I go yeah. to bed? God forbid I just get up and take a whiz. People do not like to do work, do they? No, they don't. You should, now, you should know that. No, but I don't. But no. I've managed to uh, create a nice life for myself without doing any work. Brandon? Yeah? You were going to ask something? Uh, yeah. Um, you know how I said um, about that surgery thing? Yes. Um, I really, I, I want to get that, um, but my mom says, uh, I can't get it because I'm not big enough yet or something mm -hmm. like that. I, I just, I, I, if I remember right, I was pretty uncomfortable with you having a big surgery for this problem, and I still am uncomfortable. Use but, the Ace Corolla but, timed urine technique first. You know, interestingly, I've heard... And if you don't have a bathroom in your room, just put a bucket by the side of the bed, because you're not going to want to move that much. It's cold, the floor's cold, you, you know, little feetsies to. get cold. Just put a little bucket by the side of bed. Get them to take a whiz right into it. Uh, interestingly, I've seen pediatricians doing this more and more. You know, they were, for a while we were into a phase where pediatricians were using the DDAVP and the medicines oh, and all that stuff. Now, now they're back to uh, the Corolla method. Wait a minute. Urine sniffing dogs. They sleep with the child. And they can smell when the bladder's full. And they start licking uh, the child's, uh, well, I was going to say genitalia, but then that, that got into trouble. Right in the face. See, Grandpa was right. AJ. Yeah. You're 15. What's happening? Okay. Um, my friend, her mom and my mom are best friends, and so we do a lot of stuff together. Well, she told me today that she had an abortion because she got pregnant, and she's having unprotected sex with a boyfriend at least once a day. Why? I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, she told you. Yeah, and she still has, like, she says, yeah, well, I'm still planning to have unprotected sex and blah, blah, blah. And her mom's away on business. Like at least three times a week, and so uh, he spends the night three times a week. Oh, uh, uh, and I don't bastard. know. She's not really my best friend, but I don't know if I should step in and like tell my mom because she'll. My mom will tell her mom, but. Uh, could you talk to your mom without mom taking it into her own hands? No, no. mom would go. Uh, first off, mom would think she was talking about herself. Yeah, I mean, first move. Yes. Yeah, there there'd be a, a dog in that household. One of the Corolla dogs, <laughs> just for protection's sake. It was funny. I was talking to one of my friends. I, I had a, a reverted back to like 15. I was talking to uh, Jimmy's mom uh, out front of his party on Saturday night, and she said, uh, "I'm standing there with another a guy. A friend of mine is a very successful producer. He's 33 uh, years old as well." And she said, "I smell pot. <laughs> were you guys smoking pot?" And we were like, "Bah bah." bah. <laughs> Uh, no, Mrs. Camilla. It's great. People, no matter how old you are, you need some mom coming around and poking poking around. That's more adults need. They need some mom poking around, asking yeah, questions, right. and straighten everyone out. All right, so, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a dilemma. I, I would talk to this woman, and I would say, uh, your friend, that is, and I would say, you know what? Um, I'm really concerned about this yeah. behavior. Yeah. Well, um, I tell her all the time, and then she makes me seem like I'm like she always goes, "Well, everyone sleeps with a boyfriend," and blah, blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, "But well, that's not the issue. You're not taking issue with the fact that she's having sex with a boyfriend. You're taking issue that she's doing it in a terribly immature way. She's putting herself in harm's way. Mm -hmm. She's going to get pregnant again. She's using abortion as a means of contraception. Mm -hmm. Totally. Why don't you want? Oh, yeah, too bad we can't talk to her. Can we talk to her? What? Can we talk to her? No. She'd kill me. She, no, she doesn't want anyone knowing. Well, we don't know where she is. I mean, we, you can, we can get in touch with her and talk with her a little bit. Yeah, right. Well, what about the boyfriend? Can you talk to him? 
I don't know him. I, I just met him like two years ago. How old is he? Um, he's 18. He graduated from... Uh, where'd she go get the, uh, this, uh, and she's 15? Yeah, and... This is great. Yeah, I'm 18, and, uh, my girl, he's mom, she goes out of town, I get to sleep over and have unprotected sex. He's not even, he even goes, his brain is not working. He'd put his, uh, fonts through the mail slot right. and, uh, have sex with her if he could possibly do it. But that's the point, he's not even thinking in terms of protected or unprotected Yeah, but sex. when she went and, and got the abortion, didn't the clinic or the Planned try Parenthood or pills. whatever try to tell her something? What? Where she had the abortion, didn't they try to give her some contraception? No, I don't know. She just told me. I'm sure they did. I mean, let's face and, it. And um, she did school to do it. Yeah. She All right. Had, she made me well, cover for it. Well, AJ, this girl's right. in trouble. She's very sassy, yeah, this she, one. She's in trouble in a lot of ways. And, yeah, I uh, know. That I, should I tell my mom? Uh, decide how much the friendship means to you and how much you are willing to try to help this person. Uh, it's going to be painful for you either way, I suspect, but if you want to do the right thing, uh, this girl needs a parent, just like you're, just like Adam did the other night. And uh, if you want to give that mom an opportunity <laughs> to step in and do the parenting, uh, and hopefully, possibly save this girl from a lot of misery, and maybe you know, getting on, uh, uh, doing things that set up a precedent for her that could oh, be a lifelong pattern. Gonna, um, get so my, I, uh, yeah, I'll think the bright thing to do is tell your mom. Cameron. Hey. Hey, you're 20. Yeah, I, uh, I had a question on uh, wet dreams. I, uh, I'm 20 years old, and I have wet dreams maybe two or three times a week. Really? Yeah. Jeez, I wish I could get into that. <laughs> Do you ever masturbate? No, I don't. Yeah, that's why. It's, uh, that's God giving you the big hand job. Yeah, I was just wondering, is this normal? Is there going to be any effects? or? No, why are you worried about that? Well, I went like 13 days in a row one time. Of, of having wet dreams? Yeah. Man, what kind of mattress you got? <laughs> I gotta get one of them. But why? Why are you so concerned about? Oh, what geez, makes I wish I could have a wet dream. What makes if you, you you would experience a lot of things if you'd stop masturbating. Wet for, dream for a few at, hours. at this stage in life is even better than sex, because I'd be nailing um, Morgan Fairchild or Adrian Barbeau or some someone in their prime, you know. Yeah, I have some pretty good dreams. Yeah, I'll bet. But why is it something you're? Are you getting a lot of celebrities? Oh yeah. You ever get Cindy Crawford? few times. Wow. <laughs> Orally or... or, uh, or uh, you know, really? Everything, huh? Yeah. That's a beauty. Believe me, your biology, uh, especially if you have that orgasm, it's really no different. I was just wondering if, if this is normal, if it'll have any... What, we, what's the only thing that's not normal about this situation oh is God. A, your concern about it, and B, that you don't masturbate. Well, I'm I'm a virgin, and I was just wondering no. if, if me, this is going to affect my... Geez, look, he's a virgin. He's got Cindy Crawford. But let me repeat that. The, the, your anxiety about this, your, ner your your concern about it, and the fact that you don't masturbate are what are outside of the usual norm. But it won't, it won't affect my... It will not affect you, but, but what's going on that, that you're so concerned about this and that you don't masturbate? Okay. What kind of, uh, <laughs> what kind of shape's that comforter in, Cameron? Like when you uh, spread the comforter out over the bed, is it, uh, is it like just putting a sheet of plywood on top <laughs> of the bed? I mean, they actually can you fluff it up and stuff, or you just sort of uh, arrange it? Actually, I just got a new one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'll say you must go through those babies. 
Oh my God! Oh. Imagine that that sheet must be just like a thin, uh, just like when like a, ice. Yeah, like when a uh, when a when a pond freezes over yeah. just the first night of yeah. frost, and you throw a rock in the middle of it, and the cracks start emanating from. That's what happens if you threw like the uh, TV remote on the middle of his bed. Dan's disgusted. Um, <laughs> I had one more question. Yeah, it's like um, a big bunt cake with uh, the Cameron's frosting all over it. What? Well, uh, <laughs> we uh, we've been taking bets on Adam's childhood. Yeah. We were wondering, uh, how was it? Uh, he, 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 he talks about it all the time. How much gambling you got to do on this one? Well, I, I don't know. Did, uh, it wasn't great. I've seen worse. Were you sexually abused as a child? No, no sexual abuse, no physical abuse. My dad hit me one time uh, when I asked him to. <laughs> he gave me a choice. He said, listen, either you can go in your room for uh, like two hours, or I can give you a good spanking. And I went... I'll take the spanking, because I sized my dad up for a pussy. I was like 10, and he was a small man, and I said, uh, go ahead, spank me. What the hell? Let's get it over with. I, I, I got stuff to do. Did he nail you? I got TV to Yeah. He gave it to me good, by the way, which uh, I was a little surprised at, and I was thinking to myself, uh, but now that I think about it, he had to, because I now taunted him. Yeah. But uh wasn't hit, wasn't sexually abused. Uh, Mom was on welfare. Um, smoked too much pot. Smoked a little too much reefer. Depressed. Uh, pretty damn depressed. Uh, house was a mess. Uh, a lot of hippies hanging around the house. Uh, lawn up like, um, you know, like those, um, you know, sort of wild kingdom things. I expected a lion to jump out of my lawn and uh, maul me while I was walking down the driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, my house was referred to as uh, the barn, mm-hmm. uh, as my friends. And thank God it was right across the street from the school, so everyone had a good look. Uh, parents were poor, drove around in like old VW square backs and uh, that kind of crap. It was Grandparents a- were good. Abusive, sort of held the family together. Abuser from the standpoint of empathic failure. Yeah. Uh, good people, bad parents. That's how I describe my folks. Uh, got divorced about seven or eight. Uh, I never learned to read. Uh, horrible student. And um, graduated high school by the skin of my teeth and began carpet cleaning. Uh, no one never really gave me a penny. But uh, people weren't abusive. They didn't really have any. It's a kind of abuse, though. No, they just like, hey. Um, it wasn't hey, overt abuse. You want to play football? Go play football. Yeah. You want to do comedy? Hmm, go ahead. Yeah. Never told me what to do. Never uh, never uh, got too involved. Just kept their distance. Still that way. Nice enough people. No, I see my parents. Uh, no, no, they're but they still, uh, hey, front of a magazine. Oh, eh? okay. oh, yeah, yeah, my dad sees me on the cover, uh, sees me in a magazine, uh, looks at the magazine for a while, and then sets it back down in the newsstand and walks away. <laughs> He'll get it some other time, I'm sure. It's uh, you know, it's, uh, my parents were involved as involved with their kids as um, Drew's involved as uh, with his neighbor's kids, probably. <laughs> a lot of free clinics and uh, hanging out at hippie houses and stuff like that, but no abuse, and uh, they meant well, sort of. All right, we'll be back. Man, what a body. Love line. I'll be right back. With more innuendos that could get you in trouble. Take those crazy bumpers. Hey, get away from my car! Wow. What a power plant. From the writer of The Devil Wears Prada and the director of 500 Days of Summer. Who doesn't love those two films? These people have gotten together and created Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's what's being called a demented take on the modern musical, raunchy, original songs 
starring and co-created by the internet sensation Rachel Bloom. And yes, she can sing. Yes, she can dance. The Hollywood Reporter names Rachel Bloom, quote, one of TV's 10 hot stars to watch. The new series USA Today says, quote, maybe fall's most promising comedy. Critics agree. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is, quote, something to sing about. Check it out. The trailer at CWTV.com. It's an incredible new series. Chances are you've been or been around a crazy ex. And this particular story, Rebecca Bunch, always a little goofy, particularly about one guy, very first love. Then she gets a second chance 10 years later when she meets him again. She's leaving a dream job in New York to follow this dream man to West Covina. Yes, West Covina. You guys know where that is next to Covina. Used to have friends that hung out there in the high school. Series premiere is Monday, October 12th at 8, 7 central on The CW. Hey, this is Nikki Six from Motley Crue. And this is Donna Yeriko from Baywatch. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Ooh. That's, uh, what was that, Donna? Yeah. <laughs> I like Donna. And, you know, last time we saw Donna, I don't know if she wants us talking about this or anything, and, and I didn't, uh, you know, she had a few drinks in here. But last time I talked to her, I don't know if you did, Drew, uh, she uh, said she hadn't had a drink in like uh, nine months. So was that, well, maybe she, was, she on, was doing a little drinking. I don't know. She was on And TV. this is Donna Yeriko. She was on TV with us. Is that when you saw her? No, no. I saw her on the parking lot here when uh, the whole Motley Crew. Oh, I was here that night. Oh, you weren't? Oh, okay. Anyway, she's very nice. The whole, uh, all those guys are nice. And um, all the girlfriends are nice. Everyone's nice. (laughs) Craig. Yeah. Hey, you're 20. Hey, how's it going? Good. Listen, you guys, every night, you guys are the best. You guys are cool. Thank you. Okay, here's my problem. Well, it's not really a problem, but nice, nice-looking lady comes into my work, you know. Standing there waiting for some help, and I walk up to her, you know, and get to talking, and she says, well, uh, that's the walk, and, you know, how can I help, you know, what's going on, and so, I, you know, I helped her go through her stuff in any way. At the, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, well, you know, can I get your number? You know, do you want to go out and, you know, go out to dinner or something, you know. She Where says, are you working? Where my work, I work for a nursery. Mm-hmm. I sell trees and right. And so I pretty much designed her backyard for her whatnot. But, but anyway, you steal um, like fertilizer and hydroponic stuff so you can grow your own pot. Do, do I steal it? And do you buy it? No, not really. You steal it? No. no do you grow your own pot? No. Really? Well, I have. But I thought I, all guys. Yeah, I knew it. All guys who work at nurseries under uh, forty-five <laughs> work there to grow their own wheat. <laughs> But anyway. See, I know, Drew. I know what's going on on the streets there. With All right. You go to junior college? No. Really? You work full-time at the nursery or in a band? I work full-time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she, okay, she, so she's 34, and, you know, we go out. This is last night. We go out on this date, and, you know, we have have a good time. We go out and, you know, I spend 12 bucks on a plate for each other. And Ooh. What? <laughs> 12 bucks? You mean for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you break wait, in the, the, wait, wait, into wait, the wait, double wait. digit category, wait, wait, twelve bucks for each other. Yeah, twelve bucks a piece. Right. She paid twelve. You paid twelve. No, I. Paid no, he, he right. laid the money okay. out. Right. Well, okay. Of course, so, you know. No, no, no. You, just the way you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't okay. the house supposed to be. We yeah. said twelve bucks for each. I, I, I understood what you meant. <laughs> Go ahead, Craig. What's up? 
Okay, so uh, we we you know we had a good time. So we went to a movie afterwards, and you know we we're kind of this is our first time out, and you know I've been talking to her for a couple of weeks before, you know, and hmm. she, well she's producing movies. She's you know she's got her own pro, um, production company, and and um, yeah, so she's busy, and anyway, right. uh-huh. the end of the night comes around, and and boom, you know it's you know the the, the kids goodbye last twenty minutes. You know, I wasn't really expecting it, you know, but it's just like, you know, we're kind of kids and boom, her tongue's just in my mouth. You know? All right. What's your question, Craig? My question is, is the age difference, what's, what's the age difference, you know? How is that going to affect the relationship or... It's not so much the age difference here, but I just wonder what you got on your hands. You know what I'm saying? If she were 22, it wouldn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be 20. I'll be 20 no, 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 it's not about you. It's about this person. Mm, uh, I just successful. don't. Yeah, um, are you a real good-looking guy, Craig? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be a big slab of meat. Five eleven, you know, hundred seventy pounds, mm. blonde hair. So she just she just using him, you think? What's mm. that? You got a bad mustache? I got a goatee and mustache. Yeah, I'm smelling that uh, mustache goatee combo. Uh, what's the smell on it? Yeah, and I, I kept my I, I freshened myself nice before I went. I uh. I'm smelling, uh, I'm smelling some funky jewelry too, like uh, maybe a puka shell or a choker, some kind of, some kind of yarn thing hanging around your neck. Anything like that at all? Actually, I got a rock around my neck. Yeah. Yeah. I know the dude. I see right, so what's she every do- day. What's she doing with him? What, what's that? She's just, uh, I, I think she's rebounding. Uh, I think she's uh, hitting her. She's in her sort of uh, sexual okay. prime, well, and uh, she's just kind of horned up. Listen to this. Okay, I said, uh, she goes, well, what do, what do you see? I mean, what do you see with a 34-year-old? And I said, well, you're you're very mature. You know, I, I've, you know, I'm... You really know how to talk to a lady, don't you, Craig? <laughs> I, mean, I, try, I try my best. Amazing. Uh, I thought she'd just uh, reach under the table and grab on your unit at the, the second those uh, words left your mouth. <laughs> well, she, she, you know, I... Did you tell her she was immature? No, mature. Oh, no, oh very not. mature. She was, okay. You know, I, you know, I could, you know, she's mature. And I, and yes. I said, well, what do you see in the in the twenty year old? And she says, the fun is is fun. You know? Right, fun is code for sex. Okay. Is that, is that what it is? Companionship and uh, and just uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, Craig, we can't chart it out from here. You just uh, did you set up a second date? You well, yeah. I called her back tonight, and she didn't sound very good. She she was. She she was sick, and, you know, she had rehearsals tonight and everything. Mm-hmm. What kind of movies does she produce? Um, just, well, she, right now, I mean, they just started, so she's, like, she's taking her movies to the shows or whatever and, you know, showing her clips, and, I mean, I haven't got exactly, in, you know, how far she's is. Just kind of a, kind of you a... You don't probe too deep on the first date. Yeah, it's uh, uh, kind, of, kind of a peculiar situation, that's all. Well, I just she, just don't get hurt, Craig. I mean, it's fine. It's not a problem, and, uh... But I think you you may be dealing with more. I, I mean, I really wonder what's ah, up Craig's with her. Craig's fine. Craig is fine, but really, she this the woman. I just just there's sort of a something going on. There. You're you're saying why? What's she seeing, Craig? Uh, not what is she. But what what is she up to? Very aggressive. She's you know. I'm just, uh, Craig asked her for her number. Craig's just a big you know good looking slab of meat. Right. You know, he's yeah, got no the big uh, geode hanging from his no, neck no and the goatee. No problem. And maybe she's probably got a little uh, feather working in the hair. Alexis, it's interesting. But hang on a second. It's interesting if if this were a male and a, if the, the the genders were reversed, how would we react to this? Do you think? It says the guy was a little swarmy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So she's a little swarmy. But that's right. fine. 
That's all and right. I just, uh, that's, it is all right, and it's interesting, Craig. But Craig, I feel he's going to get hurt by this. Listen, so. women get screwed with the double standard thing all all uh, all year long. Why not let them? Uh, why they? Why why not let them take advantage of their own little double standard where they can, like school teachers having sex with uh, you know thirteen year olds and stuff. You know what I mean? That's a little payback. That's all. Yeah, yeah. but you listen, know what I'm that one, that case, uh, she left a family of four behind to to have the kid, have a child with a thirteen year old. That was uh, way out. Right, well, he's going to marry her, Alexis. Yeah, right. Hey, how bad could it could it be? You marry a school teacher, and you still got about four or five years of schooling to go. I mean, think about the advantages of that: helping she out with the homework, uh, the writing notes. That, her, her family that she was uh, all right, but she connected to she destroyed. All right, Alexis. Yeah. What's going on? Well, um, about three months ago, I had a miscarriage. Um, I was about three and a half months along. Um, uh, two days after I had the miscarriage, I was moving about, um, 1,600 miles from where I was living. Okay, fine. Um, but I opted not to have a DNC. What do you mean you opted not to? You refused to? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. You were told to have one, you refused to. Yeah. You can't fool Drew, can you? <laughs> well, um... Uh, does an option imply that somebody said, well, you can have it or not have it, right? Well, they actually... Yeah, that is, uh, I, I don't want to bother looking it up, but yes, that's what an option is. <laughs> well, I, um, well, actually, they told me to, but I was just yeah. like, <laughs> okay, you know, no. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Alexis, all right, the question is, quick. Okay. Um, I also, I had... we got to go to break. we got to go to break. So oh. um, well, I'm having problems, and I'm dreaming about this, and... Just like all these things are happening, and we better we better come back. To all right, all right. What is a DNC, by the way? DNC, uh, dilatation and curettage, which is basically reaching into the uterus and scraping it all out, so whatever's left behind after the miscarriage doesn't stay in there and cause bleeding or infection. It's like cleaning out your fridge once in a while. Not once in a while. It's just after something like it exploded in there, it erupted or spilled or something. Right. It's like a thing of pickles uh, fermented, yeah. and, uh, or uh, uh, Uncle Lou was keeping his uh, home brew or something in there, your and it free- blew your up. Power went out in the freezer. Everything melted. There yeah. You and you're you saying it it's up. not enough just to open the door and let it spill out. You gotta you gotta get in there and mop up a lot. Yeah. Or something could get funky. Yeah. Okay. See that, Drew? Not so hard. All right. We'll be back. Let's put out the lights and go to sleep. Honey, turn off the radio. Let's go to bed. Sorry. Big day. Good night, honey. Why didn't you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Dad? Go to bed, honey. But didn't you just hear... I hear nothing. What about... You're hearing things. I'm the human goose. Yeah, You but... ain't too late. Loveline will be right back. And please, be on the lookout for Earl, the human goose. All right, if you're a business owner, you know that your business is only as good as the talent that you hire. And posting job in one place just doesn't do it. It's impossible to find quality candidates. Now, with ZipRecruiter, everybody, you can post 100-plus job sites with a single click, instantly match to candidates from over 6 million resumes, plus watch the brand-new candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface within 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. That's right. Why do it any other way? Just with a single click, 24 hours, 
get it posted everywhere, and in come the candidates. Today, you get to try ZipRecruiter for free. How we're able to do that, I don't know, but you get it for free. If you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. One more time, ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. Hi, I'm Robin Leach with those champagne wishes and caviar dreams. And you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Corolla. Yes, you is. And the phone number, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Tomorrow night, Catherine Bell will be in here. She's a real hot chick from uh, the show Jag. And uh, brown eyes, brown hair, and olive skin. And uh, was wearing a skin-tight wetsuit last time I saw her. It's really hot. And, um, that's Carrot Top. She's not so hot. And, um, she'll be in here uh, gloating over kicking my ass in the uh, celebrity wet bike challenge. Or, uh, I don't even know what it Jet was. Ski. But uh, she had one or two of them at home and rode them with her husband. And uh, I just can't. Uh, Drew and I were talking about that before the show. <laughs> we can't muster the energy to do anything. Or Drew mustered some energy to work and take care of his kids and stuff. I don't have the energy to go down to the lake. No. You buy the jet ski. you got to, like, pre-mix the fuel and stuff. You put it on the trailer. You drag that, hump the thing out to the lake. Then you wait in line, and you pay 20 bucks. And I'm then tired. I can't do it. Back stop. The thing. I'm, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, it's already half a day. Then you do a couple of laps oh. and get cleaned out by some guy who's loaded driving a ski boat, and then that's it. I, I can't figure out uh, this. I like to sit home. Get a nice big screen TV and just, you know, just wait for the Grim Reaper. <laughs> you know what I like to do? I like to sit home, talk on the phone, and complain. You're, you're, well, yeah. you just continue that same mode on the radio, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> all day, all I do is talk to people and complain. It's the funniest thing in the world. You know, um, remember that uh, uh, when um, Heidi Fleiss was on the show like a year and a half ago? Yeah. She came on the show, and uh, her and I got going on uh, the topic of the guy busted. Um, the guy's name was Lee. Right. And uh, we went ballistic on this guy. He works for the LAPD. And um, since then, Heidi has had to pay, I don't know, it's like 300000 350000 yeah. bucks. It was in the paper slander four or five months ago about slander. Um, anyway, I found these papers because I was cleaning out my room, and it had it was great. It had all the apologies where I had to engineer Mike had to do the retraction and everything. We never got sued because we did a retraction, but I immediately got on the phone and I said, and I I, I relived the whole thing about uh, producer Ann sending the tape to the cops, yes, and you sitting there, and yes. uh, I was telling some guy just uh, just an hour and a half ago. I swear to God, Drew has 180 IQ, the smartest guy you're ever going to meet, but uh, thick as a brick does not know what's going on around him. Because when Ann came in and said, yeah, I sent yeah, the uh, I tapes react. to the LAPD, and uh, you're like, oh, that's nice. And I was going nuts, going, why did you send the tapes to the LAPD? That we're going to get sued. Everyone's in trouble. I'm screwed. And Drew, you're sitting right here. What was your reaction? Well, it was funny. You, it, wasn't, it wasn't just uh, that, because I didn't even understand what you were talking about. You, you actually had to go so far as to say to both Ann and me, didn't you hear the show? Don't you remember what I said? And we both sort of groupered at you. We sort of looked. Drew like, sitting two feet away yeah. from me the whole night with Heidi Fleiss the night before, and yeah. just sitting there going, "Oh, relax. You're paranoid. Please. They just wanted the tapes for you know their files. Two names that wish they could be found in the little black book. Anyway, that is Heidi. So I found those papers, and I immediately got on the phone with somebody and started yelling at them about about you and Anne. 
Isn't that great? Alexis. Therapeutic. Yes. You're right. 19. So, Alexis, so you had a miscarriage. Then did you say you had an abortion also? I had an abortion when I was 14. All right. And so what's your question? Um, and you didn't get the DNC that was recommended after the miscarriage? No. Um, about four days after I had the miscarriage, uh, in the middle of moving, I had a pullover, and I had to go to an emergency room because I was running a fever. Oh, gee. They, this is why you have a DNC after a miscarriage. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. the, the re- what are called retained products of conception, the bits and pieces that are left behind, get infected and cause yeah. bleeding. Then did you get a DNC? No, I went to a hospital. I was in the middle of nowhere, and they just, they're like, oh, you have a cold. Oh, no. They gave me antibiotics. Well, did you tell them about the miscarriage? Yeah, and they gave me an internal. Yeah, hold on. Yeah? They gave me an internal examination, and they're just like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. And sent me on my way. Mm. Um, but now it's like I I get the I feel like I can't pee. And All right. Well, Alexis, what's going on with you, by the way, with the abortion at fourteen and, and the move and not getting miscarriage your miscarriage, not getting the, your DNC? Yeah. Should. What's going on with that? Well, I was raped when I was fourteen. Oh boy. Well, what's going on with that? Who, um, um, who raped you? It was uh, a guy I met at a mall. And, and we started going out. Why are you moving 1600? Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. You start going out with the guy? Yeah, I saw him a couple of times. And then he raped you later? Yeah. Older guy? Uh, yeah, I was four. I had just turned 14, he was 21. Very oh, nice. Oh, very nice. Very okay, nice. so let me ask again, what's going on? What went on at home? With that business. That set you up for that? Um, I really don't know. I. Dad mm-hmm. didn't drink? No. I came, uh, my parents are very loving, came from a really good home. <laughs> really? I don't know what happened. Um, uh, doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. But, um, well, uh, me and, after we found out I was pregnant, I was already living with my boyfriend. At 14? No, 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 now. Yeah. <laughs> now, when I had the miscarriage. And, um, it, so we planned on getting married and stuff like Hold that. Hold on, let me backtrack a little. Your folks still together? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's your dad do? My dad's a biomedical engineer. Uh-huh. He makes a living, huh? He yeah. He doesn't, doesn't drink, huh? No. Mom doesn't drink? No. Anyone ever smack you around or anything? A mm. little bit? No. Huh? They never use physical... Uh, you, you know, just the regular smack on the butt once in a while. Nothing huge, though. Nothing. Mm. Like, I didn't get beat up or anything. He didn't use it, and they never used any objects or anything to, to no. hit you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. My, my father, my father's not from this country, so he's very, he's very stern. But he doesn't. I don't know. Where's he from? Greece. Oh, Greece. Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, something, just something, something up with you. But anyway, uh, where are they now? Why aren't they concerned about you involving your life? Well, me and my boyfriend moved because he he's going to school, and we decided that we couldn't stand to be away from each other. Okay. All right, um, so... Uh, wh- but now it's just like, I, I'm constantly having dreams about this, like, involving pregnant women in my dreams. And like, now, like, medical things are coming up. Well, you, why don't you get evaluated? I mean, obviously you need to be seen. What's the, what's the mystery here? Um, I have no health insurance, and right now, because of the miscarriage, I'm dealing with about $2,000 worth of medical bills. So. What about going to a county facility? Um, I made an appointment, um, but they didn't. They decided that my 
it wasn't serious enough, and they put me off for about three weeks. But you're going to go in? Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay, you go. Got to go. Can't you go to one of those free clinics that they have for women? Well, county county funded facility is the way to go. Well, I'd like to know the ratio between free clinics for women and free clinics for men. Mm. And as a matter of fact, when I had a problem with the Pepe, I had to go to a woman's free clinic in the uh, People's Republic of Santa Monica, mm-hmm. which was all manned by bitter lesbians, and uh, I was uh, roundly um, chastised for being a male. Oh, that was a painful, humiliating experience. Barbara. Barbara. Yes? You're 32. Yeah, I'm 32. A lot of these women hadn't seen a penis in years. <laughs> 10, 15, 20 years. Hello? Yeah. They were outraged. You put them in the position that they'd have to. <laughs> yeah, and boy, were they disappointed. All right, Barbara, what's going on? All right, hey, I, got, I, I guess it's a question for you. Okay. I met somebody, okay, I used to work carnival shows. Okay? Oh, boy. All right, uh, uh, let's get a fix on her locale so we can have the kids taken away. But through you, uh, how long do we have to keep her on the air before we can get a trace on the call? 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Yeah, you, you got her. Oh, we got her. Locked. All right, uh, the people are now moving in. They're moving in on what? All right. Uh, okay. What did you do at carnivals? Uh, okay, I was a... Uh, um, Tickets. A balloon racer. Oh, balloon racer. Yeah, you know, blow you blow um, you have to shoot the uh, water in the little in the clown's mouth. Right. Okay. The microphone girl. Right. right. So uh, give us a little of your pitch, Barbara. Oh, it's been ages. Ah, uh, come on. Oh, let me see here. Ready? All right. Ready? I, I've just paid you the money. The bell rings. I got my uh, I got my pistol ready. Yeah. And go ahead. I don't know anymore how to do it anymore. I okay. gave it all up. Okay. Listen, I'm not a carpenter anymore. I still know how to work an effing saw. Please. No. I gave it all up. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. Okay. I want you to think about that. <laughs> Please, Drew. I can't take this. Barbara, I want you to come up with that rap, that carnival rap. And when we get back to Barbara, she's going to have that carnival rap. All right. As a matter of fact, uh, you can call it between me and Drew or something like that. Maybe put... Uh, if you're looking for contestants, you can use Ann and uh, Lisa, Sherry, and uh, yeah, don't use Mikey Cheats. I'm not going to let him play. All right, Drew, let's go to break. Yeah. And uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll get back with uh, Sideshow Barbara and figure out uh, what her question is. Loveline listeners, beware. Somewhere out there tonight is Earl, the human goose. He's known for sneaking into your house while you are not paying a quacking like a goose, but really, it's, it sounds more like a duck. Oh, he's, uh, he's really quite insane. Loveline will be right back with more information. It is Blinds Galore birthday, and they want to celebrate. They've got a huge sale coming. You can get 50%, up to 50% off everything at Blinds Galore. This is their biggest sale of the year, so visit BlindsGalore.com. This sale is ending soon. They want you to know what custom means. It means perfect shader blinds that will fit perfectly into your window. These are hand-built blinds specifically from scratch, created just for your window and your measurements. BlindsGalore.com is a pioneer of custom window treatments, and they've covered over 2 million windows and counting. Don't go through the stress of going out to a store. Blinds Galore, you can do it all at home yourself. You don't even need to put on a shirt. It's easy. Don't bother with the stress of going out and doing this at a store. With BlindsGalore.com, you can do it at home. It's easy. Like everything else, there's an online solution, and this is it. Ridiculously easy, and you save a ton. The expert customer service, happy to walk you through the process, so it's nothing you have to be anxious about. They will help you pull this off. 
Whether you need more privacy to sleep or just to keep the heat out or maybe maybe just so you can sleep in, keep the light out in the morning, Blinds Galore makes it easy to get the custom blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Go check out BlindsGalore.com before their huge birthday sale ends. It's a big sale. Get to it. That's BlindsGalore.com. Hey, there you go. That'd be Loveline. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number, 310-854-4455. Smart, beautiful, and talented. Catherine Bell brings a show full of machismo, a little feminine mystique. They're talking about Jag, but uh, tomorrow night, uh, Catherine Bell from Jag. What is? The, why well, can't they just describe the people? You know what I mean? Why can't you just say, eh, born know. and so-and-so, that the nah, line, enjoys nah, this, is a, this is an article. It's not a bio, so no. don't get too pee up. All right. Uh, when we left off, we're speaking to um, Barbara. Barbara, who's 32. She used to work at the Kearney. Um, used to announce the um, balloon races where they squirt the uh, squirt gun into the uh, mouth of the, the clown. And by the way, I think about that as the a... head blows that, up. That, that to me seems like a new game. You no know what I mean? Yeah, that's how pathetic I am. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know there's always the milk bottles, but uh, anyway, we'll get into more carny talk with uh, Barbara in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Hey, Loveline, I'm calling. Barbara? Yeah. All right, come on, give us that carny call. Okay, there's 22, there's 22 clowns. You ready? Yes. Put your fingers on the trigger. You see a little hole in, in the little clown's mouth? Yeah. The first one who can reach the top, pops, wins a stuffy. Okay. Stuffy? Stuffy? A stuffy. Okay, I'm going for that stuffy. Okay. I'm going to win it for my gay lover. Can I start shooting oh now? Oh, my God. Can I start shooting now? You ready? Did you say gay lover? You ready? Okay. Ready? We... And there goes the bell. Number one, number two, there goes number two, number four. Number four, number six, number six, number six, number seven. Number 12 doesn't pick it. There went the bell. That's it. I'm 12. I won, right? Yeah, but you see, I used to work a show. It was off of Winnem- before we got to Winnemucca. Winnemucca, Nevada, I'll have you know. Winnemucca, Nevada? I, I camped there once. Okay, I played. I, I stayed in uh, Lose Your Ass in Nevada last well, time I was we, we uh, played, out that way. We all played a little Mormon town, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, uh, well, there was one thing we wasn't supposed to do. Okay, we didn't know it. But we did it anyway. But you see, when, when we had um, gay people play... They, they really loved it. Did, did they? Cause we, we, okay, because, um, okay, we didn't know what they, okay, we, you know, you know, it's just, you know, fun and games. Right, you know? right, 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 Barbara. Did you separate the gays from the straights when you played this? No, it, it's just that, okay, we, we always say, now, ladies, pick up your guns. Oh, ladies? Uh-huh. And right. they loved it. They, right. They would, the gay they guys always, love that shit. Barbara, help, just out of curiosity, oh, I don't want to be They would always come back. All right, more. what's your question, Barbara? What's going what? on? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. I quit the shows a couple years ago. Yeah. I have two children, okay? Yeah. Oh, now, their husband, which is a nitwit. Your husband? Yeah, nitwit. Was he a carny also? Yeah, a ride jock. A what? A ride jock. Oh, he, yeah, ride jock. It's, what does yeah. that mean? I'm guessing he worked uh, some of the rides, like yeah. the okay. zipper or okay. something okay. like okay. that. Okay. Major. People like that. You, you know, it's always... Everybody works in the carnival. It's sound of a sign of intelligence when you can work specific lingo that's only germane to your profession in uh, to laymen yeah. and expect them to understand it. It's almost like uh, speaking a foreign language. But I know, Drew. See, who's smarter? Come on now. 
Please, everyone calls me the moron. Right, I know what a ride jock is. Your, your insecurities are oozing out of you. All right. You're smart. Well, you're smart. Can't. You're brilliant. You're no, wonderful. You're the, you're the best. You're the best. Okay, well, he called me from Hollandwall, Tennessee, and said that he's coming back home with, mm -hmm. his, with his new girlfriend, uh, the mother. He's going to take my kids so she can become the mother. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think so. I go, the door only works one way, and it's going to work your way, out the door. You can take your hoe and leave. Uh-huh. And so what's your question for us? Yeah, because, you see, I raised them, I potty trained them. The, the, Barbara, they're your kids. They're, nobody's going to take your kids away from you. I don't think so. No. So what's yeah. going on? They, what, uh, what's your hey, if I were uh, president, they would, but uh, not for now. Look who's going to take them. Hubby. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Rather have, like, the uh, volcano god <laughs> <laughs> raise them. <laughs> you think the volcano god do a better job? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, please, give them to them. Mommy. What's that, Barbara? Nobody could do a better job than a mommy. Yeah, I agree with you, basically. I mean, fun. I mean, we would disagree maybe with specifics. Some but, mommies. Uh, philosophically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, On paper, you're right there, Barbara. Right. Uh, so yeah, what, what is your question? What actually okay, is your... okay, he was told to pay child support. But you see, he, has a, he pays child support to his new girlfriend and... And their child, oh, but, not, oh boy. but not my two. Um, oh. Hey, Barbara. Hey, would you uh -huh. put an airstrike on the guy? Oh, Poor Barbara. Second. I mean, come on. You, I got a stick you can go out there and hit him with. <sighs> Barbara, is he having more kids with his new uh, gal? No, um, this is uh, this is not his child. It, it belongs to um, his new girlfriend mm -hmm. and what and her boyfriend. Oh, it's boy. a big can of worms, okay? Yeah, you yeah. open it up and it all explodes. I bet uh, I bet he's planning on a family with the new girl too. I'm well, going to call it, a surgical strike in oh, on his yeah. genitalia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, ha he has more children uh, before mine, too, as well. Yeah. And he's supposed to pay child support to them. Mm. And as well as How many does he have, do you think? So far, it's three. Three kids. There's uh, another kid from another relationship, yeah. and then two from you. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And now setting up another one. Right. Get him. I would like the government to... The government is so busy telling me I can't have an effing kitchen in my guest room. If you want to kitchen, uh, they they don't have time or the manpower to go after guys like this because of uh, you know, people that uh, pose a threat to society, like guys uh, who like uh, microwaves in uh, uh, above their den. Uh, please, oh my God! All right, anyway. So Barbara, huh. no more kids for you, right? No, no. That's enough. You got some birth control. Yeah. Let you me got, let you, me just. You got a boyfriend? Yes. Right. Really? What do you what are you doing for work now, Barbara? Oh, I'm not working now. Okay. The kids are still in diapers. But, uh -huh. as soon, but as soon as they go into daycare, I'm going back to work. What's your uh, What's your new hubby do, or your new man do? He goes He goes to school uh -huh. in the morning. What are you, you, you doing for money there, Barbara? For me? Yeah. Um, for welfare until he pays the child support. Right. When, I wouldn't count on that, by the way. When did you Did you drop out of school? Um, eleventh. Eleventh grade. Uh huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, was your family situation pretty rough at home already? No. Mm, what were they, uh, prominent lawyers? No, my mom worked at the school. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Wow. And you dropped out. Uh-huh. Dropped out of your mom's work, really, is what it is. Mm. Okay. No, I'm a bad girl. You all right, Barbara? You on any medication or anything? No. No? Uh-uh. No. I'm not on no medication. I don't pee the bed. <laughs> I don't do drugs. You don't? Good. No. All right. Where are you from originally? Uh, Baton Rouge? No, 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 no. Stockton, California. Stockton? Yes. <sighs> got to call an airstrike in. <laughs> wow. From uh, They got a swamp land in Stockton? I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be a swamp somewhere. I, I, don't, I don't got much. It's you don't get out much. It's too dark okay. outside. You don't know what you That's good. Barbara, All right, take Barbara, take care of the kids, yeah. please. Okay. Please. All right, no more kids. Take mm -hmm. care of the ones you got, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs>
and uh, don't ever let a man treat you poorly, right? No, they, they don't. They don't like to get beat up. Uh, well, I don't know the physical violence is the answer either, but just don't don't stand for it. All right, that's all right. We'll take care of Barbara. I kind of like Barbara. There's something likable about her, yeah. Yeah, Stockton. How far what? Stockton? What country Stockton in? Winnemucca. How about that? Oh boy. Oh wait a minute. I'm sorry. Oh boy. All right, let's all just take a moment and give some thanks for a second here. Let's all just give. Let's let's hold on. Let's all think about our trivial complaints. All right. Let's all think about the day-to-day rigors. Uh, and she was in pretty good spirits about, about life, right? Yeah. Let's all just close our eyes and picture Barbara and the kids and the carpeting. The green shag. I was going with rust color. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's all just close our eyes for a second. Just take just a couple of beats here. You know, maybe you're not getting the grade you thought you deserved on your history final. Uh, maybe the girlfriend's giving you a little trouble. Maybe the boyfriend's giving you a little trouble. Maybe the folks don't understand. Maybe the boss uh, wrote on you a little today. Maybe you're thinking about dropping off from high school. Car could be in the shop. Let's all just take a moment here. Okay. All right. Fine. Everyone feel better? Mm-hmm. Right. Matt. Yep. You're 19. Yeah, I'm 19. Okay, let's all just take a moment <laughs> and give some thanks. <laughs> we could be mad. Matt, what's going on? All right. Matt? You got me meditating, so... What's going on there, man? Um, I just uh, I have something like just happening downstairs, you know, and I don't really know what it is. In your crotch? Yeah. What's happening? Um, they look like zits. They're kind of like um, like involved with the hair follicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hurt. Um, after I mess with them, no. Right now, they kind of itch. And, and do they do they ulcerate or do they just uh, what? They 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 actually look like a zit. Yeah. Does a whitehead form? Yep. Do they, does pus come out after mm-hmm. that? Does one ever winked at, at you? Does it heal after that, or does it ulcerate? Um, it, it tends to. It that when I, when I popped, it's still there. It's like all red and stuff, and it's crusted over. Well, it's probably just a, a carbuncle, just actually a, a follicle infection. How many do you have there? Um, it's kind of like it's, I had intercourse Thursday, yeah, and it started on sa- uh, Sunday, and I still have them. Is there a cluster of them together? Um, it's like right around the top. Right. Yeah, so I mean, go ahead and ask underneath. that question again, Drew. Is there a cluster of them together? Yeah, they're, they're all, all kind of little spots all over. But are they clustered together? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's t- like a couple right next to each other and yeah. things like that. It could it could be herpes. I mean, it's a possibility. You know, sometimes when the answer is affirmative, people just move on to yeah. location. Yeah. Are are they clustered together? They're right near the top. <laughs> what we're saying is, is uh, it's actually it's brilliant streamlining conversation sure. this way, which is if I'd been more on my game, I would have picked that. Instead up. of answering and going, yes, they are clustered together, and they're near the top, you just move on. Yes, gotcha. I like that. That's good, uh, Matt. It may again just be a skin infection, just like just like zits are. In fact, did you say you had but, unprotected sex, Matt? No, it was. I had a condom on. All right, so it's, it's not anywhere on my actual penis. It's just around in the hair, on the on, by the base. Okay, mm-hmm. where the think, condom wouldn't cover. All right. Now, dur- during the, I pictured at the top. You meant toward the tip, as opposed to the base. I meant like on the top, like above it. Do, and and there there is oh, another boy. thing called molluscum contagiosum, which can look kind of like that. Uh, when the little the little sort of z- when the zit pops, what comes out is a little hard, like a little hard ball. <laughs> the top of your penis. Uh, see if you're lying on your stomach, Drew. That's the top. That'd be the top. Well, how, how, uh, well since when is the base? Uh, the top. 
I, look I, at your penis. I, like by a, top, you know what he's talking about by top? I mean the top side. Top towards the head. Toward his head? You know, like cawdad, we'd say in our business. And the top being, as opposed to the bottom being <laughs> No, no, no. I think he's saying about the top side of his penis. Possibly. Matt? In, it's in the hair. Yeah, but you're, you're calling that the top. Yeah, well, it's not it's not on my penis. It's it's around on the skin around it. What do you mean by top? It's just um, like where you're right by your stomach, you know. Oh, so you it's a, it's above there. your penis. Above your penis. That's what you're oh, talking about. Okay, yeah. all right. Towards the head. Yeah, towards right. right. I just want to make sure one thing, Matt. What? If you're looking at a totem pole, mm-hmm. the part that was in the ground would be the which part? The base. Okay, just want to make sure. All right. <laughs> Samantha. Samantha. Sleeping. Oh, oh it's 22. Bam, been on hold for uh, Samantha, hi. 79 minutes. Hey, Perky. Gosh, I'm sorry. It's kind of late out here. That's all right, Mom. Um, What's going on there? Well, let's see. Where to start? Um, I met some guy at my brother's wedding, I want to say two months ago, and he's a, he has this reputation for being a dog. And This was actually at the wedding? Yes. This is, I was a bridesmaid. He was a groomsman. And you got together at the wedding? No. Okay. We met at the wedding, mm-hmm. and we talked, and I had too much to drink, and uh, one thing led to another. We exchanged email addresses, and mm-hmm. we um, he invited me up for Columbus Day weekend. Things went great, no sex, but he came down here um, Halloween weekend, and we did nothing but. <laughs> I don't well, we did wow. other things. We did other things. We saw the memorials, but <laughs> other than that, we spent a lot of time in bed. And after that, the emails before Halloween were all, I miss you, and, oh, I, I can't wait to see you. But now, ever since that weekend, it's been more platonic in oh, nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know that... And let me guess, from your standpoint, the feelings are intensified. Kind of, yes. Yeah. No, no, don't kind of, really, because be honest with well, yourself. Yes, it's right. a, it's no. normal. It's okay. Right, that, that... and he's a law student. I'm still an undergrad. Oh, boy. And this is worse. This well, is not, uh, not only a lawyer, but a guy who wants to be one. <laughs> but what, help me, help me, Samantha. I want to explore a quick thing with you. Sure. W- why is it difficult to admit after having that kind of a relationship with a male well, that because, you have closer feelings? Oh uh, well, because bef- at the wedding, the reason why I went without a date was because my current, well, my ex-boyfriend, he refused to go, and that's how the whole thing started in the first place. That's yeah. how he became an ex. Yeah, well, he became the ex, not because of the guy I met at the wedding. But because he wouldn't go. Right, but, uh, not, no, not even because he wouldn't go, but just it was something that should have happened a long time right, ago. But right. I was, hold on, hold on a minute. Listen up, boys. Uh, this is what happened. Yes. And this is what women will do. Yeah. Uh, honey, I'm not we going to the wedding. Together. It was pretty intense. Yeah, go right ahead. Go to the wedding. They ain't going to miss me. Yeah. Well, he didn't uh, go because he hates my brother, and the guy that I met was my one of my brothers. Uh, here's the... Oh, uh, yep, yep. You see how it works, well, guys? Well, you my brother because... Um, Do you see how that works? Yeah. I... All right, quiet. Do you understand how this works, guys? What are you laughing at, Drew? Because she kept proving your point the more she said. I know. The more she talked, the more the more revealing it was hey, about you, you how that go? mind works. Let's stay home. I'll put on a nice uh, flirty handful of chiffon and do my hair up in a bun with uh, the little baby's breath around it. Uh, this is her speaking, by the way. I'll uh, go to the wedding and get a little bit loaded. Meet some dude in a tuxedo. Just like that, it's going to happen. Stay home. Enjoy yourself. Uh I'll come back with a nice email address and uh, go right to the computer. The the bullpen. Go right to the bullpen. This is what happens. Guys, don't act up. This is uh, women go out, pow. I'd get done by one and be two years of abuse out on the circuit before I even got a phone number. Women, pow. Right out. What is that?
three. Another three. All right, so uh, no, now no, now but, he's but, dogging you. But I also wanted I to know. I say that he's dogging me. He obviously, I mean, he's still writing me. It's he, not yeah, a Samantha, okay. He's dropped me completely. Uh, but now, why was it difficult to admit that you have feelings for this guy that were more intense after sleeping with him? Why, well, why did you want to kind of avoid that? I would really, I would, I would go against my ethics to say that I, I, I usually don't do something like that. It's not no, like no, but understand, concern. here's my, my thing, is that women, for some reason, your age, are being taught that, uh, hey, just go have, you know, sleep with somebody and uh, just be like a guy. You, know, you, just, you just do that and then go move on. But women develop attachments that are right. very intense with this, and I don't understand I why we can't just... him is intense, but it is, I feel, more it's, of an attachment. And it's more right. intense as a result Please. of that. Anyway, so, but he, but he is not into it in this way, and you have to understand that just because he shared an experience with you doesn't mean he had the same experience you had. Exactly. And he's, he, is, uh, he had a different uh, goal in mind and he uh, achieved he it achieved that goal yes and that's the, and that's that and so, so now that you're saying so are you saying that I should just end it or should um, I because well what happens is when I email oh him I want to say you know I don't I want to say so much to him but I hold back because he's not saying it to me yeah. so what I'll say to him I'll you know I'll you hear that? occasional I'll yeah. say, I miss you or I'm thinking about you in this email and he'll come back and say oh I miss you too but he never starts it and says oh by the way when he did before this Halloween mm. weekend Jeez, right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about those uh, Yentas who wrote the, the, Yenta? the rules. <laughs> good Yiddish. What, what are you doing? Uh, you're Jewish, right, Samantha? Yeah, very good. Perceptive, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> That's why guys have difficulty with that. <laughs> Please. What God. is wrong with Jewish girls? Oh, they just talk and talk and talk. Oh, they do. They just keep talking. What is uh, that, Drew? I wouldn't go that far. I'm just curious to know whether I should just come out and tell. Ask yes, come out and put your cards on the table and uh, get it over with. And get if it he's, over if, with? yeah, and if he's. But I'm sure. I mean, in my experience with men, I'm, guys really don't like confrontive situations. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's not fair to you to drag this on for. If, I mean, get a read on what he's up to. That's all. That's all you need. You need to be able to have information to make a judgment about what to do with this relationship. And if you want, if it looks like something that may have a future, then keep pursuing. Otherwise, you're just torturing yourself. She'll go to law school. Oh, she'll be a huge success. Samantha, are you going to law school too? I'm still an undergrad. But I have. Oh, I want to get my MBA. I don't want to. Oh, get oh boy. Better. Oh boy. Oh boy. Where, where, she's just going to be where, kicking where, ass where all over the office. Come on. Uh, where are you going to school? I'm sorry. Where do you go to school? Marymount University. She's right here in town. Oh, are you um, here in town? In Arlington, Virginia. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. Now well, they got a Marymount everywhere. I guess so. Joe. Yeah. You're 17. Yep. How's it going, guys? Good. That's good. That's cool. Anyways, I'll get right to my problem. Well, this is what it is. My girlfriend, we've been together for about oof, 13 months. And uh, the weird thing is, is I've never been in her house. And she she always keeps me away from it and everything. And I I can't figure out why. And so... I eventually found out what the problem was, and now... What's the problem? Well, I went ahead and g snuck into her house, believe it or not, uh, when her and her mom went out of town. Was it like hid in the closet or something? I mean, no, 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 no. We, we share a locker, oh. and, and I, I took her house key and I copied it. Wow. Pretty slick, huh? She was crafty. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty fun, actually. All right, so what'd you find in there? Oh, see, me and my friends stayed up real late pondering about what it could be, right? So we got in that house, and 
It was pretty messy, but the main thing that we could see the problem was is that they didn't have any running water. So you can probably imagine everything mm. under the sun. Uh, they, they just didn't. There was no running water in the house, so like. Hold on, now, Joe. How does that work? Uh, well, okay, they had like. Larry, no, you go check the faucets in the no, bathroom. No, 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 no. How do you stumble on that? I no, lived my house for three days. I don't touch the water. Well, you could just tell because when when you went in, no toilets. No, yeah, well, they had toilet, but it was full of stuff that oh. hadn't been flushed. Oh. You get what I mean? Yeah. So That's it was good. the tub and... The tub and, was full? Yeah. A f fecal matter? Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. No, seriously. I know go. these people. The same, same people cramped in my tub when I was working on my house. <laughs> no, wow. But seriously. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and I was pretty shocked, and then I kind of figured out why she would never want me to come over, because, I mean... You know her having to deal with that. So, oh boy, my and she didn't is, show any. She doesn't show any signs of no. um, the fecal contamination. She's well. Mm. She's well groomed. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, she's she's perfectly normal. How does she me. groom without running water? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Nah, I don't take showers for days on end. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I think right I'm with that. Well, yeah. But, I don't anyway, that. especially during the winter. Are you kidding? I go. I wear same pair of long johns for like a week. I don't like getting out of them. It's cold. Well, it was pretty weird, too, because when she got back from her little vacation, she definitely looked a, a lot. You could tell a, a difference. She, she kind of shined. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but anyways. Well, I understand. The, the question is. Oh, for um, Christ's sake. Hold on, Joe. What do you mean? Was she bathing more when she was on vacation? Yeah. Okay. She was in some place where she, she had, running, had water. running water. Okay. All right. Hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just want to make sure I was following. I'm just punchy tonight. Wait a minute, i got to tell you this story. A good fecal-related story. God knows, uh, I have more fecal-related stories than almost any yeah. other radio personality. I don't know if I ever told this story, but uh, when I was doing an earthquake rehab in these uh, condemned buildings in downtown L.A., yeah. there were these horrible buildings with these horrible putrid old people living in it and mm. they and uh, old people go go weird and when they go weird uh, the first thing they go is uh, actually when the human mind uh, starts getting soft it does one of two things it either becomes compulsive clean freaks or uh, obsessive slobs you yes. either become uh, howard hughes or you become um uh, uh, the guy pack rat. yeah like a pack rat yeah one guy had in his apartment unit um milk cartons with just a panel of the missing kids cut out, stacked all the way to the ceiling. Another guy used to take a crap in a bucket. So, uh, construction guys who have a great sense of humor decided to take the crap bucket and uh, put it out where I was working. Oh. And I had my... In a crawl space? No, I was in a crawl space earlier, but now we're getting into the finish work, and I was doing all the finish work, baseboard and case and all that crap. And I had my table saw set up in the back of this building, just a little strip where they would hang, like, clothes and stuff, a little cement thing. They took this crap bucket, and they hit it around, like, some plywood, some other stuff, but it was only about two or three feet away from me. Oh. And I was working the table saw and whatnot, and they all got up on the roof of the back of this building. It was, like, five stories high, and they were dropping bolts into the crap bucket, which would then either splatter or smell or something. And I'm working this table saw, working, mind you, while these efforts are running around dropping uh, bolts in a crap bucket. And I would stop every few minutes and take a sniff around, like, hey, what's, 
What's going on? Who broke wind? But there's nobody around. I don't think they'll look straight up. These guys are directly above me, uh, you know, 60 feet. Go back to cutting more wood, and all of a sudden, what is that? What's going on? I can't figure out where all the smell, and finally, uh, they, they start busting up so loud. I got to look up. There's eight guys hanging off the parapet, uh, dropping bolts into a crap bucket. All right, uh, now we got to go to break because I told my crap bucket story. When we come back, uh, we'll get back with, uh, who was this? Joe. Oh, Joe. Yeah, we'll figure out the, uh, well, this is good. God, they, oh, can you imagine how pissed off she'd be if she knew that he copied the key that was hanging in her locker and went into her house and saw the, the feces in the, t okay, this is good. All right, we'll finish this when we come back. Uh, hiya, Dr. Guru. I still like air supply. Can you help me? Loveline will be right back, but sometimes we can't help. All right, everybody, True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it, and it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app, it's special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They partner with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car certified dealers. And using True Car certified dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car certified dealer network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy. It's evolved. It's technology. It's made simple. It's about time. Hey, this is Jeff. And this is Emerson, and we're half of Tonic, and you're listening to Loveline. With Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. You're really craving. I'm so craving. <laughs> I so need a cigarette. I love Tonic. Nice guys. Really nice guys. Um, so Drew and I were just uh, discussing the horrible plight of humanity as it related to feces. Uh, Jesus. And Drew just telling me all sorts of great horror stories, because he used to work at the... Uh, you know, County. Oh. Don't ever go to a county hospital. Stay home and die. That's my <laughs> motto. Stay well, home and die with dignity. Everything goes there, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And uh, the feces. Oh. The things people do with them. Joe? Yep. Yeah. So, so wait, wait a minute. Let's just backtrack for a second. All right. This girl is how old? 17. 17. And you kind of like her? Oh, yeah. Like oh, her. she's your girlfriend. Yeah. Thir 13 months. You've been yep. going out for over a year. Mm-hmm. Have you had sex with her? Mm-hmm. And does there seem to be anything going on? Um, Not that I know of. No, I mean, no extra normal. feces or anything? <laughs> no. no. Now, she lives in a house that's in your neighborhood. Well, yeah, yeah, pr 
kind of close, yeah. Had, had anything been noticed from the outside, or anybody talking about these people? Well, the weird thing was is that, I mean, things about the house were, like, blinds are always pulled down, and yeah. you can't see anything inside, so, I mean, ever yeah. since... Does anybody knows. in the neighborhood or the community know about her family or talk I about I don't them? think so. All right. And so you got the key copied, and yep. you paid a visit while she was out of town. Yep. And it, let me ask you this. Is the house a decent house? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's old, but it's not like, you know, the, the drywall's not falling off and the, the carpet's not frayed, you know? And it's a, so it's a decent neighborhood and everything? Yeah. And she dresses okay and everything? Yeah. It's like to kill a mockingbird or something. And, 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 so you went in the house and you found no water running. Right. Feces, um, yep. in the tub. Mm-hmm. And, uh, filled in the toilets as well. Yep. And, uh, and anything else? Anything else you want to tell us? Um, no, not. Well, she's got a she's got the little girl voice. I don't uh, know if that counts for uh-huh, anything. Uh-huh. Where's Daddy? Daddy, she she never talks to him. I asked her. She never really told me about him. And then I asked her one day, and uh, and uh, he's still around, but uh, he fancies her older sister more. And her and her dad never talk. And he left the house a long time ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. See. Guy around the feces wouldn't pile up like that. Right, but you got to worry what kind of guy he is to have been involved with mom. And, uh, your girlfriend's got the little girl voice. He How's ever... the relationship been? Excuse me. How's your relationship been with her? Um, it's it's been good. I stable? mean, really good, stable, right. and and everything. It's just, you know, I don't know how I want to deal with this because mm. I don't know if she wants me. You know, if she well, just wants me as a boyfriend. Now, does she let you come to her house but stay outside, kind of thing? Yep. And says, uh, mom's not decent or something like that. No, well, I always ask her if I can come, and she's always, oh, my mom's going to come home and catch us and blah, blah, blah. Have you ever met and, the mom? Uh, oh, yeah. What's she like? She's, she's you know, typical mom. I mean, she's nice and... Typical mom? Who craps in a tub. Just normal, yeah. Just craps in a tub. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't... Now, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Was this a... Uh, how many lineal feet of duty were in that tub, Joe? You really want to know? Yeah, I mean... those big old tubs. Big old tubs. Yeah, like with those four legs that, you know, sit, you know, big ivory Right, freestanding. Right, right. And it was probably about half full. Oh, my God. With uh, what you would think would be human uh, feces. Oh, definitely. I I don't think the cat went that much. So you could have planted a, uh, like, a badminton uh, net into it and it would have stayed? Yeah. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, and let me tell you, I'm pretty, I'm pretty flexible about feces, but uh, I might have to draw the line. Right. Here. That's gonna be the name of my next book, by the way. Drew. Really? Well, oh, I mean, brother. I, what am I? I mean, because I don't really want to confront her because they don't, they don't have control. dogs or cats or anything. They, they got a cat, but one cat. I mean, we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, a lot of, that's a lot of friskies. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Here's what sort of my take is that I would expect mom to have a serious mental disorder like schizophrenia or something. Really? That that, that is the kind of behavior you expect from somebody with significant problems. Or uh, the. I don't understand how ma'am could just come across Schizophrenia. <laughs> I don't <laughs> exactly pronounce it that way, but uh, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Is there I, such a uh, disorder? Yeah, we, we're hearing about it. 
uh, I, I can't imagine the mom would come across as just a regular person, though. That's, uh, oh, but, boy. you know, nah, obviously right. something's Well, what's up. he do? He likes his girlfriend. She has a mile, uh, pile of crap in, in the tub. I think he insists on meeting mom and going in the house and stuff. And uh, Yeah, but and you're not going to let him. Is that, really, maybe that'll make him clean it up. Really push her that you can't, you know, you got to know her better. You've been Don't tell her that you went into the house, yeah, by all means. Her. That is a, oh, she will be humiliated and kill you. And violated. In a and way violated. Just uh, horrible. Yes, that's uh, worse than rape. Rape the feces tub. Oh, my God. Half All right. full. Uh, uh, Half full. Some How people, many, the, that, uh, that's about a 300-gallon uh, uh, tub. That's a big tub. That's uh, at least, uh, yeah, 100, 150 gallons worth of uh, dookie. Nice. I don't know how many lineal feet that is, but uh, probably. Uh, uh, you know, the public strange. health department would be very interested in this. Uh, yeah, if they thought they could get some money somehow. Laney. Look, they're not letting you put a kitchen above your garage, okay? Yeah, but that's that all has to do with money. It has nothing to do with, with uh, cleanliness. Laney. Yes. You're 23. Hi. I've been on the pill for about five years, and um, one of the reasons for being on that was to regulate my period. Mm -hmm. But I recently got an article from a friend at work, and um, there's an article on estrogen, and I know I'm aware that there are risks when taking it, but then I've also read that there's benefits. And right. I guess my question is, really, how dangerous is it? Is it better... What was the article specifically discussing? Um, it was also on something called, I don't know if I have the term right, but progesterone. Yeah, that's in the pill, too, oftentimes. Oh, okay. Always, I mean, always. Okay. It and was an article by a Dr. Lee, and it had something about progesterone and estrogen. It was, like, comparing, basically... Well, both both are in most pills. Okay. So what's the question about them? I guess what I'm curious is, um, is it a danger that I'm on it? What? But no, I think your previous impression was probably more accurate, but I want to know specifically what scared you in that article. Maybe we can address that. Um, one of the things it said was that it, it could cause bone loss, and that was just, like, really shocking to me. I um, yeah, what would hold you up? Yeah. You know? I would like I, I would doll. say no. Uh, if if anything, uh, bone density is enhanced with the birth control pill. I don't know where they would get data to suggest that there's bone. All right, long stay on the pill and stop if you're beating active, up your boyfriend yeah. about it. Kelly, you're 18. Hi. Um, I was kind of wondering. I've been having reoccurring dreams, like um, I'm in my room all alone and. I see this this image of a man's face, and um, this man used to live with us when I was like three and four, mm. and I can remember my life perfect except for the ages of three and four. I don't remember where I lived. I don't remember anything about it, mm. and all of a sudden, I remembered his face, and I was talking to my mom about it. Both my parents were molested by either their parents or oh boy. someone else in the family. Oh. And this man lived with us at that time. And my parents had to take me into the hospital because I had um, a clogged urethra. And the doctors had to break my urethra so that I could go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I was wondering if I might have been molested. I mean, because it's really hard for me to Except, I guess. Who, who, who was the guy? It was, my dad was in the military. 
and it was his, his um, commanding officer. And, and what are the memories, what, what do they contain, the dreams? He's, he's all, I mean, he's scary, I'm scared. I'm so frightened and I wake up and I'm sweating and I have like slight insomnia to where I have to stay up for like 15 hours before I can go to sleep. Mm. Um, I have to be like over exhausted mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in order to fall asleep. Uh, what could cause urethra blockage? I mean, lots of things. It doesn't have to mean something was happening to her. It doesn't. Uh, although, I mean, that whole time may have been traumatizing to a child, uh, you know, having your genitalia manipulated by a doctor and whatnot. And God knows uh, this guy may have just been a scary figure in her life. Don't uh, don't you think the doctor who examined her and worked on would've, her urethra yeah, if there was would have really something? Some, yeah, seen yeah. some trauma to that I mean, area. It was only 16, 15, 16 years ago too, and that you know that was well within range of people being alert to these sorts of issues. Oh, so, Christ, 1983? So, uh, Kelly, oh I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You, well, here's, you, you, here's don't have, right. you don't have to conclude that something happened to you, okay? It's a suspicious situation, yeah. but I wouldn't conclude that. Kelly, yeah. when you say to your parents, you, you talk to your parents, mm -hmm. you get along with your parents? Yeah. All right, so if you say to your parents, hey, uh, listen, when I was taken into the hospital at age four for the urethra, blockage uh they ever find out what caused that what was the medical report what went on with that no why don't you ask them about that okay what else is going on with you and do you talk to them about the uh the dreams you're having now um yes i have talked to my mom about it and what does she say she's devastated oh does she think there's a possibility yes do you think maybe um I, I just I don't know I I just wonder if you're taking on something from your parents that that you, you sh they just are not helping you with anxieties about mm. men and strangers and why, this is sort of surfacing uh, and she's sort of refueling why, it but why does mom buying into this that's I the mean, point why why and she's she's sort of escalating she's escalating your 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 disturb well maybe she knows something. No, my mom was abused, so just the suggestion that Kelly but, might have been abused. But maybe knows something about the incident that involved her going to the hospital. My mom, um, she was abused, but she didn't remember it until she was like 30. All right, but when you, here's what I'm asking. When you tell your mom about these dreams, uh -huh. and she's horrified, uh -huh. or whatever word you use. Yeah. Um, why? Because she believes it happened? Yeah. Because based on what? You just telling her you have uh, nightmares? I don't know. I, I just, I told her what I felt. And I mean, because I'm married. And, Are you um, married? At 18? Yeah. How old's the guy? He's 21. Mm, how long ago did you get married? Five months ago. Oh, okay. Well, you got how married pretty early, didn't you? Yeah. How old were you when you started having sex? I was 17. Okay. Boy, and then pow, married uh, pretty quick. I don't know. I, I, I think this is... Uh, yeah, but, all yeah. right, here's the point, Kelly. Uh, maybe you were molested and maybe you weren't molested. We don't know for sure, but something's up with you. Boy, I'll tell you that. There's something going on with, with Kelly. I mean, I can hear it in her voice. But it, but it may be more just... It could be paranoia. It could be whatever, but it, it's well, she, something's she's, going well, she, on. She's anxious and she's depressed, and it may just be yeah. coming out of uh, a parenting... But it's got that little girl voice. But it's not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a little... No, don't apologize. It's coming, coming from a parenting else, uh... system where both parents were sexually abused, and imagine all okay. the anxiety all right, and energy fine. about that. So. All right. but, uh, so, Kelly... 
don't necessarily assume the worst and um, drive yourself crazy. If I mean, what, it, it, I whatever would, it is, it is. Whatever and, it is, it is, and, and you'll get over it if, if, if in fact, it's the truth. Which I don't think, believe, unnecessarily. I wouldn't go... Hey, listen, if, it, if it's a coin toss, you might as well think it didn't happen just for your own peace of mind so you can yeah. get on with your life. On the other hand, it could be, if it did happen, maybe it's something that's affecting her, and maybe she needs to work it out through a counselor. Well, it'd be good either way if she went and saw someone, right? All right. I think you need to say to your mom and your dad, who you have a good relationship with, hey, uh, I think I was molested. Why did I go to the hospital with the urethra problem at age four? What went on? I know I got an examination down there. What did they find? And what's up with that? Because I wonder if the mom... Why get into it? Why not just go see someone with all our anxieties and depression and insomnia and, and get it looked at and uh, see if she can feel better? Well, here's my hypothesis, Dr. Right. The mom who took her into the hospital yeah. knew something was up when she got the examination. Here's my hypothesis. Never said anything. Here's my hypothesis. Mom is incredibly preoccupied by all these things, and she has a young girl, and has to gets focused on the potty training and the urethra, and has to get take that to the doctor. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Parents do that. Love line. Love line. I'll be right back, and you'll be healed. Love line. Naturally, of course, certainly, absolutely. Everyone, please rise. Court is in session. Hi, it's Judge Janine Pirro, and I want to invite you all to check out my brand new podcast, Due Process with Judge Janine. I've got the background and experience to bring you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Join me and my co-host, Terry Trespicio, as we cover the hottest legal stories and breaking news. And remember, you do have the right to an attorney, and I'm giving you your due process. So be sure to download Due Process with me, Judge Janine Pirro, every Monday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastOne.com. Hi, this is Louise and Nina from Veruca Salt, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla. Dr. Drew. Ah, it's my friend Louise, who um, I didn't seem to recognize uh, two days after she was on the show and I was trying to talk to her boyfriend. Is that is that the Louise, or is that... Oh, no, that's another band. Or is no, that's it? Louise. Brooke Assault, right? Boy, for guys in a radio, I'm, I'm not hip at all. I can't figure out what's going on with it, any it, of these bands. You're pathetic I am. I think you're very hip. <laughs> Please take that back, Drew. <laughs> I demand it. All right. Uh, my old friend uh, Beth Ringwald just called second ago, and uh, mentioned that Barbara, the uh, 32-year-old uh, mother of two... Carney. The Carney Barbara. Carney of Barbara needed uh, to file something with the DA, uh, basically yeah, saying... Yeah, for deadbeat dad. Deadbeat dad. Yeah. Right. So if the guy ever made any money, uh, you're entitled to it. So Beth's listening right now. Yeah. Beth, well, you, I, I was on the you, phone with Beth uh, today. Why don't you tell her, her, her real, your real feelings about her? Those days are long gone. Does she know that? Does she know about the way I used to feel about her? Yeah. No, but... Oh, for Christ's sake. You, the man who will not even sing your damn opera on the radio. You're over there. You're closed book. i got to come up here and uh, cut myself open every night. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had a pretty big crush on her in uh, the 10th grade. I think grade. maybe there's something coming back your way. She keeps kind of showing up. We've been friends. You know, we're both mature now. 
We've been uh, friends over the years. She called me uh, today. We had a nice chat on the phone. That's yeah. all. She's, she keeps surfacing. She's watching you. Oh, please. No. No, no. We're just, uh, just friendly. Just nice. Huh? Talking about old times. You know. And how you used to feel. Of course, you don't feel any of that anymore. All right, I got it. No. No, uh, I'm, I'm growing into the, I'm telling you, I'm in the, uh, the wait to die phase of life. I'm no longer pursuing women. Don. Yes. You're 23. How you doing? Good. Yes, uh, I, I have Tourette's and, you know, all these, the only drugs that uh, they offer for this, I mean, there's this heavy, you know, neuroleptic drugs and... I was wondering, Dr. Drew... Uh, just you know, Don, a Adam has his finger on the dump button just in case your Tourette's should become uh, symptomatic. <laughs> but I was wondering what you think about holistic and herb, or, you know, herb, uh, herb therapy opposed, you know... Uh, I know of no data that suggests that that works. Yeah. I mean, Although, if you think it works, maybe it's going to help a little. Right. Am I right? That's right. Especially with something like Tourette's, right? Yeah. What have you been tried on, medication-wise? Well, I took hell, though, when I was 13, but yeah. it, it really, it's, you know, it made me, I was like a zombie. Well, that's, all right, so that, that's not a typical medication for this syndrome right now. What else? Um, well, nothing. That was it. it, it, um, it Don, there's a ton of medication now to help with this. A ton. Yeah. Well, like, and, and it's well known to be a largely uh, biologically-based disorder, and so... If you want to get help, go go see somebody who deals with this condition. I mean, sometimes something as simple as clonidine, which is a blood pressure medicine, right. takes care of it very nicely. But but do you know, I mean, is it possible, like, in the future to have, like, long-term, um, we don't know the dangers of these medicines, right? Blood pressure medicine? People stay on them their whole life, decades and decades, and have no problem. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, right. Don, hmm. let's talk more about the disease, because I know it's stigmatized. <laughs> I'm interested in it, though. Okay. It came on at what age? I was seven. And it started coming, and that it started it manifested itself in what way? It's it's the most bizarre. I I tell you, it's so crazy. I yeah. I'll, I'll switch ticks, but uh, I mean, I I used to I'd grab my crotch, you know, and I would. Uh, it's I have OCD too, obsessive compulsive disorder, and oh I'll, I'll get stuck in this loop. I'll, I'll start to think my my chest isn't big enough, and I'll just 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 look at it over and over, and I'll bend my neck around and. You know, it's it's just such a crazy disease. I do that with a Playboy once in a while, but I've, I've rarely done it with myself. Um, yeah, so, 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 Don, and you got the ticks and the little tremors and stuff. Yeah. And now, people seem to think that uh, this this um, disease is something where you just yell the f word all the time. Yeah. But it's yeah. a lot more than that, right? It's a lot yeah. of ticks, a lot of tremors. Yeah, I, I've had that tick. I, I I had that occasionally. That it's it's almost like you have this an internal uh, stress building up, and when you say the f word, it, it lets it off. Yeah, not that way too. But does it, it give us your best story? You know, where you're like at the, the Million actually, Man March and you yell the n word or something. I was in the Marine Corps. It, the, the, that's funny. I I, I joined. I was in uh, infantry too at that. Oh boy. And uh, you know, I could never. I couldn't march ever. Uh, I used to have a really problem marching because we'd be marching and you know I'd be looking at my damn chest and then uh, they would sound uh, off. F you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Who said that? Yeah. I mean, I had a hell of a... They used to not... I would lose my rifle, because part of it, you have an attention deficit order, too. Mm -hmm. And I always forget my rifle. You know, I mean, that's the worst thing. They'll say you do that in war if you do it there. And All right, so what'd you do, though? Did you did you yell some sort of a racial slur or something? No, no. No? I, I thought that'd be the first thing you'd do. No, I mean, I, I 
you know, I keep it in. It was it, you. It, you could control it. Yeah, at times you can control it, but then you pay for it when you're by yourself. You like tick all night. It'll it'll come out. It'll it'll. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So so yeah. So Drew, there's medication for this now. Yeah, terrific. So can can you hold down a job and everything now, Dad? No, well not now. I mean, I, I could before, but I I got to get to somebody now because it's, it's really got out of control now. Oh boy, yeah. I would kick my dad in the nuts every day I saw him <laughs> for that after this. Every day. Yeah. Would I be right, Drew? Yeah, it's a genetic. I thing. still kick my dad in the nuts. Just just uh, this is a how do you do? Yeah. I don't even have this affliction. I would kick him in the groin every day I saw him. I wanted to tell you, too, I mean, you're definitely, man, you're really the most, I've, I've heard, you know, as far as funny goes, <laughs> you really, you're, you're ahead of the game. Really? Yeah, and I, I can't figure out why, uh, I'm guessing you haven't been in the movie, probably your, your personality scares the, the industry people, don't, don't you think? Well, I think it's my lack of talent that really scares them, <laughs> but uh, really? I appreciate working the personality angle. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be a big star one day. Right. And then they'll all cry. If he is, we'll all pay for it. We'll be paid back for everybody. <laughs> and I'll come over and have big Tourette's parties at my house. Where <laughs> I just gather hundreds of hundreds of people with Tourette's, and we just, uh, you know, F tick, you. Tick whenever, off. Yeah, everyone just goes nuts. Tick just, off. Right. Then, uh, then we'll call, like, a Domino's guy over, and everyone will just uh, tee off on him for a while. Now, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a uh, Tourette's party. I have a uh, hundred people I know with Tourette's. And then I'm going to invite, like, five people who I despise. A couple of radio executives, yes. uh, a few publicists over. Let, let your Tourette's friends uh, speak for you. Engineer Mike. And we'll just put them right in the middle of this. I won't tell them it's a Tourette's party. And everyone will just attack them. That'll be great. What if Margaret Cho has Tourette's? Maybe that's the problem. No, Margaret Cho just drank. <laughs> just, as a matter of fact, she's doing her movie now, and I'm not getting being included. Why? I don't know. Laura Keitlinger called me today. And uh, Laura was supposed to work on the movie, and like Bobcat, and um, I don't know, Janine Garofalo, or uh, all these people. It's all one big lump of uh, new wave comedians. Yeah. I don't know what this is. And? I am not part of this group. It's a bunch of like hip comedians. Yeah. Like, remember when comedians used to wear bad suits? Right. And have bad hair? Yes. Now they got earrings, and, uh, you know, they look like grunge. And There's personality like disorders. Grunge, and uh, grunge, yeah. Right. It's Andy Dick. Yeah. And uh, Margaret Cho, and Bobcat, and uh, Dave Laura, Cross. Laura, Laura's in that group, isn't she? And, uh, yeah, Laura Keitlinger. It's all part of this, like, hip, grungy uh, type of stand-up. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not into that stuff. And then and they don't even do stand-up anymore. They just get up on stage. Um, Kathy Griffin. Spoken they get word. up there, and they do this, like, sort of uh, beat comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's really comedy without the jokes, I like yeah. to call it. They get up there for 20 minutes and go, so is it the masseuse today? And um, this guy was like rubbing me, you know, and it felt like spine manipulation. <laughs> like sitting there going, uh, yeah, uh, where's the joke? Come on, what, uh, what about the Catskill guy? Come on, come on, what about the Jews that uh, uh, went, happened to do a uh, bar? That's what I want. I want comedians telling jokes. Anyway, uh, they're doing the movie, I guess they're doing it without me. I don't know what's going on. I think you insulted her with how you took to that scene, the one where she raves you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just I felt violated. I told her I'd do it. Maybe someone told her I was a bad actor and that. Maybe when problem. you talked about it in the air and disparaged it, maybe they could home to her. Sometimes that happens yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, you may have a point. Okay. Love line with Adam Carolla and Doctor Now playing at a radio near you. Love line. I'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Name's James.
Well, somebody around here is really a hard up. They gave me a podcast. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons, and it's going to be called Name Dropping. Why? I can do it with the best of them. Some people are, and they get humiliated by name dropping. Not me. I'm going to give credit where credit is due instead of stealing it from a coach like Bruce Arians. Or big-name guests like Charles Barkley or my friend Kirk Herbstreit. They will all be regulars right here on Name Dropping. So, download new episodes of Name Dropping with my sorry butt Ian Fitzsimmons right here every single Thursday on PodcastOne.com. It's the Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew, and um, that's it. Out of show. Say Ferris will be in uh, finally. Talk to those guys in New York that want to come on, and um, God bless them. You don't remember that. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. Seven Mary Three, Marcy Playground. This is all uh, next week. Thanksgiving off with Band of Centro. It looks the same as any other name appears right. up there to me. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, it's all confusing. Bush may be coming up soon, so that'd be nice. And then uh, Catherine Bell, the uh, hottie from JAG, will be in here to relive her uh, illustrious uh, whooping that she put on me in the Celebrity Jetski Challenge. Right. So, I want to thank the beautiful Sherry, the lovely Lisa, of course, the the one producer, and for her feminine snake all over the show. And, of course, the one that won Wonder, Engineer Mike. This guy is an asshole. Without his diligence and his, um, his commitment to this show, and the fact that we had to call him and wake him up... <laughs> haul his ass over the show tonight uh it would be nothing so until next time this is sam corolla for dr drew saying mahalo this has been loveline the opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions that's for sure if you'd like a written transcript of today's program you probably should have written it down yourself and if you did we'd like a copy loveline producer ann wilkins this broadcast was copyright 1997 westwood one entertainment this music is mxpx on tooth and nail records Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.